Welcome to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I'm your host, Isaac Wolf, and today we're going to talk about DeMarcus Cousins. Just two seasons ago, DeMarcus Cousins was at the top of his game. 25 points per game, almost 13 rebounds per game, playing for the New Orleans Pelicans until January 26th, 2018, in a game against the Rockets, late fourth quarter. In fact, there were just 15 seconds left in the game. Cousins was at the free throw line. He had a triple-double at that point. 15 points, 13 rebounds, and 11 assists. Pelicans were up by four. And on the second of two free throws, Cousins missed it. He then won for the rebound. And I remember watching this live when it happened. He batted the ball to save it in bounds and planted his left foot awkwardly. He hopped around a little bit before his... Uh, excuse me. He hopped around a little bit on his right foot before tumbling down in the corner. And as DeMarcus himself tumbled down, so did his career. After almost a year of grueling rehab from a torn Achilles, he returned to the court on January 18th. And less than three months later, on April 15th, Cousins went chasing for a loose ball. He suddenly tumbled to the ground once again. It was a torn quad. Fast forward exactly four months to Thursday, August 15th. In a scrimmage, Cousins went up for a layup and on the plant, he didn't get the right elevation and once again, tumbled down to the floor. It was a torn ACL. See a pattern here? Three major injuries in a 19 month span. The career of DeMarcus Cousins has been completely flipped upside down. Each time he's seemingly back from one of the injuries, it's on to the next. Kind of reminds me of Derrick Rose, tore up his knee four times. But this injury, like the quad one, came at the worst possible time for DeMarcus Cousins. He felt he was fully back, and his quad was completely healed. 100% is what he said. He added that his goal was to play 82 games this upcoming season, and he will likely not even play a single one. Before the Achilles injury, Cousins was set to be a headline free agent. He was headed toward a max deal with someone. We don't exactly know who, but he was going to get some big time money. But instead, nobody wanted to take a chance on him because of the Achilles injury. In fact, the one team that did, Cousins declined. The Pelicans offered him a two-year, $40 million deal. But he turned it down. He took a gamble on himself, and it came back to bite him in the butt. Nobody else wanted to take a chance on him. Until the Warriors came in. The Warriors decided to pick up Cousins and give him a chance. And while it was not the payday he wanted, 5.3 million, it would still give him a chance to prove that he could come back and be fully healthy from the injury and play at a high level again. Once he came back, he played pretty well. It wasn't all-star boogie, but he was still contributing. Averaged 16 points and 8 rebounds a game. And then he finally got to play his first playoff series. In game 1 of the first round against the Clippers, Cousins scored 9 points, grabbed 9 rebounds, and dished out 4 assists. But in game 2, he went down with that quad injury. He worked so hard to get his back as quick as he could. And returned to the lineup in game 1 of the finals against the Raptors. Cousins stayed healthy for those six games, averaging eight points and four rebounds in those finals. Remember, had that big game too. 
but he still wasn't the old boogie. In fact, sometimes he would become a liability on the floor defensively. If the Warriors switched on a screen, Cousins would sometimes have to come out and defend guards up top, and they would go right around him because he couldn't keep up. You could tell DeMarcus was out of shape, and it showed on the floor, sometimes more apparent than others, but still. So the Warriors, off, or excuse me, the Warriors experiment was not what Cousins hoped for. And then this offseason, he signed with the Lakers. Once again, a short one-year deal after there was no market for him at all during frequency. And this was, like the Warriors signing, a chance for DeMarcus to prove that he was back and fully healthy from that quad injury. It was a reunion with former teammate Anthony Davis, who played with him in New Orleans when Cousins had his best season. But then, in that scrimmage, Cousins tore his ACL and probably ended his season. Another unexpected turn for the worse in DeMarcus Cousins' career. This complicates things. When he was at the top of his game, he was the best center in the league. There's no doubt in my mind that he was the best center. But now, having such a short peak and then just completely falling off, it complicates his legacy. It was debated whether he was just a hothead or truly an NBA All-Star early on in his career because he had a lot of incidents on and off the court. But now questions about his injuries come into play. And those injuries look to be the end, an unfortunately early end, to DeMarcus Cousins' career peak, and maybe even his career. Let's talk about some free agent moves that have happened. Grizzlies signed Matt Mooney, the former Texas Tech point guard, played in the national championship game last year. And we heard rumors that the Lakers are interested in signing Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is also interested in them. That would be a replacement for the DeMarcus Cousins, obviously. They're definitely going to look at another center because they need big men. They have LeBron, AD, and Kuzma starting for them. And their only backup bigs now are JaVale McGee and Jared Dudley. And you need more than that. So we'll see where that goes. I want to talk about Nike. Because according to federal court documents... Obtained by Yahoo Sports, Pat Ford, Pete Thamel, and Dan Wetzel. Nike tried to pay Zion and Romeo Lankford while they were in high school. The reason for all this really was to dictate where the players went to school. The Yahoo report says that, quote, a series of text messages from February of 2017 between Nike Elite Youth Basketball League, EYBL, director Carlton DeBose, Nike recruiting coordinator John Stovall, and Nike EYBL manager Jamal James concerned a plan to potentially pay three players, Zion Williamson, Romeo Lankford, and a player from Michigan whose name is redacted because he is still a minor. All three were still in high school or younger at the time. Lawyer Michael Avenatti, who was arrested on extortion charges in March, produced these documents as part of his legal battle with Nike. Another name that came up in this document uh, was DeAndre Ayton. Nike allegedly paid people affiliated with him a total of $83,000 for a variety of things, including Christmas gifts, cell phones, immigration fees. Prosecutors claim that he attempted to, quote, shake down Nike talking about Avenatti here, by making him run an internal investigation of EYBL or he would reveal incriminating details of the payouts. Avenatti pleaded not guilty and filed a motion to dismiss the case on Wednesday. Joe Tsai has officially bought the Nets from Mikhail 
Prokhorov. Sai already owns 49% of the Nets, and he will purchase the remaining 51% at a cost of $1.3 billion. Sai will have paid $2.3 billion in total once the deal goes through. Here's what Sai had to say about the Nets. He said, quote, I've had the opportunity to witness up close the Brooklyn Nets rebuild that Mikhail started a few years ago. He hired a front office and coaching staff focused on player development. He supported the organization with all his resources, and he refused to tank. I will be the beneficiary of Mikhail's vision, which will put the Nets in great position to compete. Look, it's it's a good time. It really is a good time for Sai to fully own the Nets, because in a few years, when KD's back healthy, they're title contenders. They really are. The Spurs are retiring Tony Parker's number nine jersey on November 11th against the Memphis Grizzlies this upcoming season. Remember, Parker retired this summer after spending one year with the Charlotte Hornets to finish out his career. Very deserving. And now each of the big three's numbers will be retired. Duncan's 21, Ginobili's 20, and Parker's 9. That is just, that's just so crazy for me. Because I watched these guys play together and win a championship together when I was growing up. And now they all have their jerseys in the rafters. And that's just so crazy to me. But it's awesome too. To wrap up today, this day in NBA history, Larry Bird. Yes, we finally have something significant that happened on this day in NBA history. Larry Bird announced his retirement from the NBA after 13 seasons in the league. Happy birthday to Bogdan Bogdanovich and Willie Colley-Stein. We will be back next Saturday with a new podcast.